the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Proximity is great, but proximity without your heart is nothing. So there is the balance there. The basic thing is that we know how to conduct ourselves in the house of God at the altar. We know how to conduct ourselves because we don't just do things anyhow. When God is present, when the magistrate is present, when the judge is present, you don't just walk into the courthouse. You, you remove your heart. Amen? You don't talk. If you are not asked to talk, you don't take pictures. You don't do things anyhow in the courthouse. So the house of God is also a courthouse. Amen? The judge of the living, the judge of the whole earth is there. So we don't behave ourselves anyhow. As much as possible, I want to encourage you that you don't fall into this, you know, lazy mentality, into this madness of sitting at home, comfortably not going, not coming, not going, not coming to church, not going, not coming to Bible study. Convenience is great. Comfort is wonderful. But sacrifice is very rewarding. Amen. Let's sacrifice to the Lord, for the Lord. We will reap success in the name of Jesus. The Lord is speaking to us on the altar and the sacrifice of prayer, praise, and thanksgiving, basically the altar of prayer. If we go back to that account of the journey of Jacob from Beersheba to Haran in Genesis 28, the sovereignty of God, or the Lord sovereignly led Jacob to that place of the altar, to Bethel, to his house, so he could talk to him, so he could encourage him, because this man was greatly disturbed. This man didn't know how to get to where he was going, you know, was with a lot of anxiety and worries and fears. And God brought him to his house. Amen. God brought him, sovereignly brought him to his presence to commune with him, to talk with him, to converse with him, to encourage him, to address his problems, his anxieties, because it is, it is in the house of God that we get encouragement, that we get peace, that we receive peace. Amen. When Israel just got out of Egypt, the Lord brought them to where? To Mount Sinai. And that place was where? It was his house. Because previously or before that time, the Lord had appeared to Moses in the burning bush and asked him, that when you bring them or instructed them when you have brought the people out of Egypt, make sure you bring them here for worship. Make sure you bring them here because I want to talk to them. Make sure you bring them to this place. So when they got to that place, the Lord said, I carried you on eagle's wings and I have brought you to myself. Amen. To myself. This is my house. I brought it to myself. So the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt and brought them to himself. 
so he could equip them, so he could you know, correct them, so he could instruct them before they continue on their way. They were passing through the wilderness just as we pass through the wilderness of life. And God always will want us to come to his house, to be connected to his house, so that we can make it through the wilderness of life. So the Lord sovereignly brought Jacob to his house as he journeyed to Haran, not knowing where he was going or how to get there. Amen. The necessity of being connected with him through the altar, through Jesus, our real altar, while we are while we live as sojourners on earth, the necessity of being connected to the altar, the necessity of receiving grace and strength from the altar as we journey, as we travel through this life as sojourners on earth. Hebrews 13, 10, he said, we have an altar to eat from. We have an altar basically to eat from. That's the summary of Hebrews 13, 10. We have an altar to eat from, and Hebrews 13, 13 to 14 says to us, Therefore, let us go to him. Therefore, let us go to that altar. Let us go to that altar. That altar is outside the camp. It's outside the city. It's outside this world, bearing its reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Amen. But we seek the one to come. Hmm. Let us go forth to him. Let's be connected to the altar. Because in that place where Jesus died at the cross, that was the altar. He was the altar. And he was also the sacrifice. So the Lord says, the spirit of the Lord says, let us go forth to him. Let's be connected with him. Bearing his reproach. Bearing his shame. Without being ashamed. Bear his shame. Without being ashamed. Bear his shame. Without being ashamed. If we bear the shame of Jesus. If we are connected to the altar. If we are connected with God. Yes, even though we are being reproached. We are being ridiculed. We will not be ashamed. If you are connected to the altar, if you are connected with God, you will not be ashamed. Lord will cover your shame. Mm, what is shame anyway? It's sin. It's sin that brings shame. But when you come to the altar, you are covered with righteousness. Righteousness. As a robe, as a garment, the glory of God, you are covered with righteousness, not with sin. So the scripture says, let us go forth to him outside the camp. Outside this world. Let's be connected with God. Let's be connected with Jesus. Let us go forth to him means. Let's be connected to him. As we seek the city. Because it says. For here. Here. In this city. In this world. We have no continuing city. We have no continuing place. But we are seeking one to come. We are traveling. As sojourners and pilgrims. We are traveling to a permanent place. But while we are in this temporary place. We need to be connected. To the permanent place. Where we are traveling to. We need to be connected with heaven. While we are in this world. While we are traveling to the city. That we seek. While we are still in this city. We need to be connected with that city. Amen. Let me say it this way. While we are here. While we are here in this temporary city. Seeking the permanent city. The city that is to come. We must be connected with the one. 
that suffered outside the city, who is now in the city which we are seeking, you must be connected with the one who not only suffered in the city and outside the city, but who is now glorified in the same place where he was ridiculed. The truth is, as Christians, as Christians, we live in two cities at the same time. The truth is, if you are truly living the life of a Christian, the scripture says, set your mind on things above, meaning set your mind on God, set your mind on heaven. While you are still in this earth, in this world, set your mind on the city, set your mind where you are going, while you are still here. You are in this earth, you are in this world, but not of this world, the scripture says. Jesus Christ said, you are in the world, but not of the world. You are actually of heaven. You are a citizen of heaven. Your headquarters is in heaven. Your place of life, or where your life is, is heaven. Your life comes from heaven. Your strength comes from heaven. Your direction comes from heaven. No, the instruction comes from the headquarters. Because as an ambassador here, we receive instructions from the headquarters. We receive instructions from the city we are going to or we come from. So while we are here, we must be connected. We must be connected to the city that we are going. We live in the two cities together. Amen. Hallelujah. So the scripture says what? You have not come to Mount Sinai, but you have come to Mount Zion. You have come to Mount Zion. You have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. As a Christian, the moment you become a Christian, you have come to Mount Zion. What is this Mount Zion? It's the city of the living God. It's the heavenly Jerusalem. It's where God is. That is where you have come to. That is where your life is. Your life is hid with Christ in God. Where Christ is seated in is our life. So that's where your life is. That's your spring. That's your source. That's your fountain. The fountain of your life. Your life comes from there. Amen. How can you be disconnected from there? You have to be connected. As you travel this path. As sojourners and pilgrims. You've got to be connected. With whom? You can't lose sight. Amen. A foreigner. A sojourner doesn't lose sight of where he's from. If he loses sight, if he, if he doesn't remember where he comes from, he's lost. We must be purposeful. Amen? We must be purposeful. Not forgetting where we are from because we are from heaven. And our mind is set on heaven. And the only way we can successfully do what God has placed us here to do is to be connected with the source. Is to be connected with the headquarters. As strangers and ambassadors on earth, we need to be connected with heaven. So the scripture you know, says to us, let us go forth to him. Let us go forth to him. Let us go forth to the altar. Let us go forth to Jesus. He is the altar. Let us go forth to him outside of this camp. Outside of this camp. When you go forth to Jesus, when you go forth to this altar, we have an altar. Let's go forth to the altar. When we go forth to this altar, we get out of this world. We get to heaven. We get to the gate of heaven. We get to God. We get to heaven. We get to God. We receive strength from God. When we go out to the altar, we are lifted up. 